0: I'm trying to celebrate that song was stuck in my head the whole time we were watching the movie. I just heard Madonna just as they're on the vest, but just like, it would be, it would be so nice. That's
1: Madonna.
0: Yeah. Madonna sang that song. I don't
1: think I ever knew that.
0: Huh? The more, you know, the more, you know, well hello and welcome to bromancing the stone it's the podcast for myself renee sanchez and my good buddy max lion what's up watch Rob Cobbs, and then record our thoughts and post them on the internet for the tens of tens of listeners. Listening pleasure.
1: Them interwebs.
0: And Matt, how are you doing today?
1: I am doing fine. Uh, I wish I was in fucking Italy right now. I could tell you that after watching Ooh, that movie. buddy. Oh, God. I mean, I won't complain about the Chicago weather that we've had recently, but.
0: Oh, fantastic weather. It's been sunny and it's getting warmer and warmer. I think Tuesday is supposed to be sixty-one.
1: Holy shit! Seriously,
0: that's what I saw on the my weather app.
1: This is like that uh, St. Patty's Day we had. Like, what was it? The
0: first one that I was the, here. F- yeah, I was, was like, it the first it, one that you it, lived here? Yeah, when I lived here. The, the yeah, when I lived here was in the fifties.
1: That was the one at George Street Pub, right? Yes. Where we went and sat out on the patio. Yep god that was so fucking nice
0: yes it was i mean we haven't had a mild like march like this since then since 2016 we haven't like we've been cold through april for the last four years of course we also got a shit ton more snow this winter than we've had the last for that's combined.
1: exactly what i was just gonna say it was like the snow so, the, the cold sucked there, but the snow did taper off
0: there is a trade-off like we we had we got snowed in legit but we're now getting warmer weather sooner you know it's fantastic snow, I mean, since there's a whole pandemic outside and we can't go enjoy it anyway yeah no, exactly it's... yeah <laughs> i mean
1: like i'll take that and i'll take the snow and the like the decently cold weather over the polar vortex bullshit that we've gone through the last several years and no snow. It's like, no, mm-hmm. if you're going to be this cold, at least give me some snow to make it look pretty outside. Something. Mm-hmm. Don't just be dark and dreary and cold.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I so, agree.
1: Thank you. Climate change.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. It's made it make it making things warmer, which, you know, the best thing to do in warm weather is, you know to go out on a holiday and speaking Mm -hmm. of we watched roman holiday this week Mm -hmm. Uh, the fantastic rom-com from 1953 starring audrey hepburn and gregory peck gregory peck
2: (laughs) gregory peck
0: gotta try to say like (laughs) i've also named it gregory (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of
1: penis jokes throughout this movie that we
0: watched. While we were watching it, we were lobbing pecker peck jokes at each other because we're still five years old. Two, three-year-old <laughs> males still, still making jokes. Nope. Just yeah, it, it's always going to happen like that. But okay. uh, <laughs> let's go into the stats of the film here, so. As I mentioned, uh, Roman Holiday is a 1953 American romantic comedy film uh, that was directed and produced by William Wyler, and it stars Audrey Hepburn as a princess out to see Rome on her own, and Gregory Peck as a reporter from the United States of America. Hepburn won an Academy Award for Best Actress for her performance, and the screenplay and costume design also won.
1: That I can see.
0: Yes. Uh, And first off, shout out to William Wyler, who produced and directed this film. Dude. Because the shots he got in Rome. Oh, my God. Fantastic.
1: It doesn't matter if it's black and white or not. It's gorgeous.
0: Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Like the shot on the stairs, the shot. Of the The, the just Spanish Steps,
1: yeah, the Spanish Steps when Gregory Peck is coming down from behind Audrey Hepburn, and he's got the Mm. camera pointing all the way up the Spanish Steps with which, if you don't know what the Spanish Steps are, go look them up. They're fucking gorgeous, but they're like Mm. a billion goddamn steps. So this thing stretches on forever in the distance of this shot. It's beautiful. Or that other one with the um, he was like down at like Peck's like knee level. And he was looking up and he was just able to get like the two church steeples converging and pointing together into the corner of a, of the screen. Yeah. And it was like, Oh my God, the way he's framed these shots is ridiculous.
0: And on top of all that, like he, they shot it on location in Rome, but also in a studios in, in Rome as well. And it's just, that choice in and of itself as a producer let alone to direct it is just he knew how he wanted to frame the city in this movie
1: yeah and, and I mean that's that' that definitely takes some takes some effort I would imagine like because it's not like he's Rome like he's not Roman he's not from Rome it's not like he's familiar with it and intimately i
0: mean yeah he might have been like an expatriate who like lived there or maybe he visited and was like i'd love to shoot a film here or something but beautiful beautiful yeah uh so this film how long was the running time for the film
1: um i i cheated and i think i saw it before it started i want to say it was somewhere around like 100 and 14 minutes or something
0: yeah 118 minutes so two hours yeah Uh, despite the film's quality i could probably shave 10 minutes off of this i could find 10 minutes to shave agreed
1: agreed i mean that's that's just a symptom of the older movies too so
0: very true uh the budget for the film was 1.5 million dollars
1: which I'm sure in 19 what was it 53? That's probably a ton.
0: Well, I did the math when they say like uh, Joe's going to make five grand for that story. I did. Okay. I looked it up on Google. Yeah. They said approximately forty nine grand is how much five grand is. So basically oh, ten times. Shit. So we're looking at a fifty million dollar budget there. Wow. Which that's, is I mean, well, I
1: guess that's expected when you've got. Common
0: for- yeah like for movies made now like the, when we first met was made for 9.5 the one we watched last week
1: that's true so, and and i guess neither gregory peck nor audrey hepburn were unknowns in this so
0: well audrey hepburn was she was still yeah uh gregory peck was a well-known though <laughs>
2: um,
0: are, are you laughing yeah. we have video on as we recorded? I, I have a back scratcher <laughs> there that has an extendo arm. So I had an itch on my back and I grabbed my back scratcher and I started scratching <laughs> it while just talking to Max. And he's laughing at this back scratcher because it's just I'm just pushing this thing up and down on my back. You're just,
2: you're just <laughs> in the middle of a
0: fucking sentence,
1: just like, like as if no one could yeah. fucking see you.
0: <laughs> just yeah. You know, don't scratch it, you know? Oh,
1: Sorry. my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm so glad we turned on cameras for this now.
0: Yeah, I know, right? uh, So, about $15 million, um how much did it make in the box office?
1: Oh, let's see, 15 million,
2: uh, well, I probably, 5, but... I
0: don't know, nine, 10 million? It made $12 million in the box office, which nice. is the equivalent of $120 About.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I was doing. I was like, I'm going to guess 95 to 100 million, so I'm going to take factor 10 off that. And
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's awesome
2: that did well then i mean
0: it yeah it did well for sure um it was a hit that is true um it was it's preserved by the national film institute in 1999 or that whole preservation thing oh
1: Um, labeled as like a archive thing
0: yeah and then on american film institute's 2002 list of 100 years 100 passions as far as american films concerned uh, they basically listed, like, the best on-screen couples, the 100 best, like, film on-screen mm, couples. Like, interesting. Couples, the, um, the number four on that list is Roman Holiday.
1: Nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this is there's, a good one. This is a, a good one. Of,
0: yeah, a lot of passion between these two. Um Wait,
1: who the fuck the, was number one?
0: I mean... Number one's pretty obvious, in my opinion.
1: When Harry Met Sally?
0: No, that was number 25. That
1: was what? Pretty,
0: pretty Woman, which is number 21.
1: Get the fuck out of here.
0: I know. I Get know. The I, know fuck I know. Out of here. I know.
1: You can put it wherever uh, you want. Just don't put it behind yeah. Pretty Woman.
0: Yeah. Number one is Casablanca.
1: Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yes.
0: Uh, number two is Gone with the Wind.
1: Oh, fuck off.
0: And then I forgot what number three was. And then number four is Urban Holiday. So.
1: So are the top five uh, just like ancient movies?
0: Pretty much, yeah. That's yep. usually how those AFI lists go. Um, I mean, I guess
1: when Harry Met Sally, they didn't have like... If you're talking strictly on-screen chemistry and relationship, the relationship itself, yeah, wasn't the best. But
0: I mean, yeah there yeah there's there's things uh so i mentioned audrey hepburn uh wasn't that big of a name at this time so she had had the few like small un- roles or like uncredited roles like as like playing like a receptionist or playing this lady or that lady or like you know waitress lady or whatever she initially wanted to be a, a professional dancer that's what then, her oh, initial I I career aspirations that. were. Um, at this time at the time of the film's release she's 24 years old yeah she's about 23 or 24 years old so she's been trying to be a professional dancer for a few years wait so Uh, this was
1: before sabrina
0: yes sabrina was 54 i believe oh okay yeah uh so this was like her big breakout role gotcha is this role here
1: i could have sworn sabrina was that
0: no sabrina was kind of like a continuation of it gotcha so you know it's kind of like it's kind of the way that julia roberts kind of broke out where julia roberts was like in mystic pizza but then pretty woman was like the breakout role and then from there she continued to do other movies that she became very famous for and her career kind of took off from there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That was kind of the thing here, where this was the breakout role, and then you know it just kept spiraling from there. Um, the they talk about how you know when when they were casting for this film, they wanted someone with a little like a European feel to her, and they huh. wanted someone a little more unknown. They didn't want to get like Elizabeth Taylor or Marilyn Monroe or any of the well-known. Why didn't they go get a
1: European then?
0: (laughs) Um, Well, Audrey Hepburn. (laughs) What? What are you? What did you say?
1: I said, why didn't they go get like a a real European then?
0: Audrey Hepburn is European.
1: Yeah, British.
0: She was born in Brussels, like in Belgium. Oh shit! She really? She lived in the Netherlands. Yeah. Oh fuck! I don't think I ever knew that. <laughs> yeah. So she I was, was just assuming she was British. No, like she's considered British because, like, part—like I forget if it was her dad or mom was from Britain, but she was born in Belgium. She lived in the Netherlands at the time, and when she lived oh. in the Netherlands, she lived in like occupied Netherlands. Oh. And Good so, point.
1: World War Two.
0: Yeah, so she shit. basically saw a lot of shit before, like, really trying to find a career. And they asked her about that in the casting process. They, they asked her, like, questions about her life and about the war and Oh, shit, really? And, yeah, there's, like, casting tape of her answering these questions very, you know, solemnly and, like, succinctly about wow. how it was being there. And that it was oh, a shitty God. experience and everything else like that. And they just felt like through her reading of the part and just who she is as a human and everything else like that was like, she's the perfect person for this movie for the role cool. of Princess Anne. And so, you know, they, I believe they even, I believe they even delayed filming or like filming to make sure to like fit her schedule and like everything else like that. Damn. Uh, Gregory Peck even made sure that the film studio put her name at the top as well along with his damn because um, he, was, he was like this is her movies this is this is her movie um so yeah like that's awesome she kind of wowed from jump and everyone was just like yeah this is she's a star and like we're gonna ride Fuck. this to the to the end of the day yeah i never so knew she breakout. grew up
1: in, in occupied europe holy yeah god.
0: yeah i know i so, mean
1: it makes sense i just you never really put that kind of stuff together from that long ago mm-hmm. i guess we didn't have to deal with that
2: mm-hmm.
1: we're, someday we're gonna get to a point where like our kids are gonna look back or our grandkids are gonna look back and be like god they grew up in a pandemic
0: <laughs> well we didn't necessarily grow up in it no. <laughs> we lived through it um, yes that's awesome so that's uh, such a
1: great origin story for her then
0: yeah uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes has 60 reviews for this film okay what is the Rotten Tomatoes score
1: oh it's gotta be like 100%
0: 97%, so close. All right. Let's
2: hear those 3%, percent, motherfuckers. At
0: this point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, with Audrey Hepburn luminous in her American debut, *Robin Holiday is as funny as it is beautiful and sets the standard for the modern romantic comedy. That's the critics' consensus. Um, yeah. They say if you like this, you might also like, and the very first movie it has is It Happened One Night, which was a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: What year was that? I was just thinking of that.
0: It Happened One Night?
1: Mm-hmm. Just for 1934. context. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. 20-year yeah. gap.
0: Yeah. And then also a quick shout out to Eddie Albert, who played Irving Radovich.
1: Dude, he was phenomenal.
0: Well. Loved Irving. He was hilarious.
1: He was a good friend too.
0: He was a good friend. I mean, to give up those pictures. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And to do it in such a like a, you know, kind of a noble way too. Like. Yeah. To play and along. On top
0: with- of that, just to kind of see his friend like do the right thing, and then he's just like, "All right, I see what I see. What we're doing, we're gonna do the right thing here." So. Yeah. And not even but- like
1: get pissed about it like he maybe at first and then he steers into it and he's like all right let's do this shit i'm gonna sell this yeah, and he pulls right. out the little lighter camera again
0: at the yeah 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 but his
1: best his best parts were when he was getting getting gagged with like uh whatever the gag was <laughs> when he was the, getting
0: spilled on the spilled on days. or they
1: tripped or the oh my god <laughs>
0: uh the variety, so variety uh wrote their review um, saying that william Wyler uh times the chuckles with a never flagging pace uh puts heart into the laughs, endows the footage with some boff bits of business and points up some tender poignant scenes and using the smart script and the cast to the utmost advantage that was tough, yeah.
1: Oh. Jesus,
0: I don't know why they wrote it like that. Seriously, uh, James James Berardinelli of Real Views wrote, "For lovers of romantic comedies through the ages, Roman Holiday remains a favorite."
1: There you go. That's all you had to fucking say.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Time Magazine wrote, "The newcomer named Audrey Hepburn gives the popular old romantic nonsense a reality it has seldom seen before." <laughs> 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 i think that was like a really old review from time maybe written at the time
2: probably Uh
0: um, yeah and then milton luban of the hollywood reporter wrote with gregory peck and audrey hepburn turning in superb performances roman holiday is 118 minutes of sheer entertainment i would say about 103 but
1: yeah yes i wouldn't say 118 all full 118
0: yeah i mean we don't get to the holiday part until an hour and five minutes in.
1: Is it that deep into the movie?
0: Yeah. Like, granted, there's some fun gags when she's like sleepy and everything Jeez. else. And he finds out who she is and all that sort of stuff. But like. It's a very
1: slow start, crack- though.
0: The milk and cracker scene is slow. Yeah, it, it takes a little bit to, to ramp up.
1: There's definitely uh, some good scenes in there beforehand, like you said. It's just, yeah, it's like, it's tough to, for someone like me who was watching it the first time and knew absolutely nothing about the actual plot beforehand. As a newcomer, I'm sitting there going, "Okay, hey, where are we going with this? Like, mm-hmm. like, what's? I kept trying to figure out like what the next step was or what the, uh, you know, the overarching plot was going to be. They do kind of leave yeah. that open for a long time.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I mean the, the press room scene, where you set up the whole five grand for the story,
2: mm-hmm.
0: that's a long scene. Yeah, um, calling the landlord to make sure that she doesn't leave. Like, there's just a lot of extra stuff where it's just like they cover all the bases so you don't have any questions about how the plots are yeah. forward. or like. Well, why didn't she ever leave? Why is she still magically there? Like there's a lot of things that like modern romantic comedies would just kind of say you 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 fill in the blanks.
1: Yeah, like you know, that's where they leave it but, open for inference, not for, you know, yeah, telling you,
0: yeah, And that like in the infer, yeah, and here they're just like, no, 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 we're gonna show our work. <laughs> like yeah. here's every single little bit, like if this right now, hand plat- like give it to you on a platter you know what i'm saying
1: and even then like it's it's still a little slow for my taste like it's showing you everything but it's also like just because of the era it's like showing you literally every single step he's taking as he walks up the stairs to his front door it's like come on pick mm-hmm. this shit up we don't need to see all of this
0: mm-hmm when it ramps up, man, it ramps up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just. Yeah. Once he figures out she's the princess and they decide to go around. There's the whole chase scene and everything else like that.
1: The chase scene on the moped. <laughs> like, on the like, well, he's following
0: her before he gets to her on the steps. Like that whole part too, where he's like fall, having to follow her initially and everything else. Yeah. Couldn't you just say Yes to having a guide. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Well, I guess maybe they were showing that she had to go out and do it on her own first, you know, do it I for her so. own reasons, not because some guy swooped in and took her by the hand and was going to show her a good time kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I guess also being on her own leads to like the quick decision to get her hair cut that way too.
1: Right, right. It gives it gives way to independent decision-making independent thought yeah yeah and then she like accepts a partner in those journeys you know if you want to look at it that way i guess that's that's exactly how it should be but you're right from a cinematic audience perspective it's like eh. but if you take it out it's like damn it now that i've thought of it that way i don't want to take it out so how do they they could definitely condense it down where it's like yeah she leaves you meet like walks Mm -hmm. out Starts thinking about it. It pops in her head. She walks by the the window, gets the idea of the haircut, goes right in, Mm -hmm. comes out. Maybe has like a quick discussion with the guy so we know who he is when he shows up at the the barge party later. Like, yeah. go in, get your haircut, quick combo, come out. Like, we don't need to see back and forth, back and forth shots of Gregory Peck sneaking up on her and then her slowly getting her haircut.
0: And then have him accost a a young girl trying to steal her camera.
1: Jesus! Like, fucking choke her! Yeah.
0: That was awkward. Jesus.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was the one really awkward awkward part of the movie. The rest of it was pretty solid. But that was the part that I was like, ooh, this is not
0: aged well. One thing the movie does extremely well... Is the nonverbal communication to the audience? How much it tells without Jesus. any dialogue whatsoever?
1: There are so many scenes for an extended period of time without a single word spoken. It's nothing but like eye glances and facial expressions between people. And the tension yeah. is redonk.
0: Like, we'll talk about the ending later because that's another one but oh that's that's
1: its own horse but yeah
0: <laughs> yeah but i mean the beginning of, of just the gags like the the main gag when she's meeting everyone at that initial party was that her feet hurt she <clears throat> wants to sit down right so she's stretching out her foot and then she loses her shoe and that's all done non-verbally except for the introductions you know what i'm saying um, uh, and then there's the part where after she drives the Vespa and ruins everyone's fucking day, then they She's have literally the
1: whole, fucking terrorizing yeah. just pedestrians trying to have a good day
0: because <laughs> she doesn't know how to hit the brake. It's the goddamn <laughs> little lever right there. Hit the brake. Or just
1: take your damn hand off the hand the handlebar. <laughs> like that's the pedal. Just
0: let go. stop yes, exactly. ah. Stop. What are you doing? Oh, <laughs> and so then they end up at the police station. The police somehow don't recognize her. I guess the haircut is the reason why. But good point. Then they're like the whole explanation they had to the police. Now, there they realize this could be this could bog the movie down if we like deal with the whole dialogue. Yeah. Here. So, how about we just add some funny music? And some musical cues here, and then you'll know what it's happening, so on and so forth. And then you kind of hear the wedding march and the music and things like that. And then you realize, oh, okay, he's saying that they're getting married. Yeah. And he shows that he's a part of the news service. And so then they get let go by the police. Then the police, and then they kind of apologize to everyone, tell- say the police will explain it. And then everyone comes out and they congratulate them. And then the guy in the fucking tank top. <laughs> <he> just, <laughs> is- <laughs> remember, hey, and-, and then. And he kisses Gregory Peck, and they just shakes her Eddie Albert's hand.
1: Yep, <laughs> you, don't, you don't get a kiss, <laughs> which
0: was funny. But I don't kiss you. But just that, that was the that idea was an that scene. you could terrorize the whole entire city, but as long as you're terrorizing on the way to getting married in a Roman Catholic church, <laughs> it's all gravy.
1: Hey, it's the Italian lifestyle, eh? Come on, <laughs> we love love.
0: <laughs> That
1: was a good scene though. That was like all the yeah. eye contact in that too. Like glances and mm-hmm. shit that are told the sto- whole story that's told without any dialogue is incredible.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's, uh, that's I think the one major spot that they make up for, those longer scenes where it's like they show us a little bit too much. Yeah. Then they make up for it with scenes like that, where it's like, oh, that's, this could easily could have been a standalone scene with dialogue and drama and everything. And instead you condense it down into like a minute long musical montage, essentially.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was the yeah. rom-com's
1: first musical montages.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's just with looks, you can, tell everyone how someone feels like yeah just they knew what they had in the quality of actors that they had in Gregory Peck and
1: that's for sure Audrey
0: Hepburn and even Eddie Albert that they're just like look you guys can show what we need to tell here so we're going to trust you on this
1: and that's that's the mark of both good actors and good director like we said in the beginning like To be able to recognize that in your actors, to know that you have that freedom must be incredible to like, to know that you can Mm -hmm. set up a scene and just be like, I don't need a fucking script here. Writers take a day off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: What was your favorite part of the holiday? The holiday part, like what the favorite activity? Mm. That's
1: a good question. Let's see. What do we have to choose from? We got cafes. We got the. Oh, the barge party was pretty fucking dope. Not gonna yeah. lie, fight yeah. included. Ha- that's. I mean, that's perfect.
0: Got the hand of truth, or the oh, the hand of
1: truth, of truth. Or, yeah, mouth of truth. That was, that was. See, that's another gag that was funny. Like, even though it was scripted, yeah. like this movie had a lot of great physical gags to it that were hilarious
0: that it wasn't it wasn't punchline based it was yeah it was more and well that's that's what's fun too it's like you know there are a lot of movies that have punchlines that have punchlines like uh the philadelphia story was full of punchlines like the dialogue was snappy as fuck with like katherine heppard and james stewart and (laughs) carrie grant just all fucking just hanging out it's just like yep. delivering these lines at the absolute like peak of their powers but then this film had so many punchlines that were physical and that were that were just gags that had no talking it. it was just like yep. what you saw was funny as fuck it
1: was like watching tiktok videos mixed in with the movie it was just yeah. like Physical gag after physical gag. I loved it. It was perfect. It was a great balance because you had those gags Mm -hmm. mixed in with some great jokes, dialogue-wise. Some good dialogue outside of the jokes. And just incredible directing, too, and and framing. Yeah. So, uh, But back to your question, I don't... uh, Let's see here. I think I'd go with the, the, bar, the boat party. That Honestly, that, that, was, party. that was so fucking fantastic to watch. And like, the whole idea, as tempting as it is, I mean, of course I want to do this eventually when I go to Italy, but as tempting as it is to ride around on a Vespa and see some incredible fucking architecture that's been there for literally thousands of years, which is just mind-blowing to me. But then to go have a party after that kind of a day that's on a fucking boat on the river, Surrounded by these beautiful thousand plus year old arch bridges and <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. the
1: uh, what is it? Uh, what the hell is that castle thing that's on the river that they kept showing in that scene? I can't remember the name of it.
0: The aqueduct?
1: No, there's like a giant round cylindrical castle structure in the background. Uh it's a famous.
0: It's not the Coliseum.
1: No, no, it's. I think it used to be like some sort of medieval castle or something, or early medieval castle. I don't know. One another famous Rome building, but not famous enough that I can even
0: remember the fucking uh, name. Uh, is it uh is it the uh, the Stanley Tucci? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, did you see
1: he's got a new show on Netflix where he just goes around and eats in Italy.
0: I did not know that. Yeah. I will probably end up watching that. <laughs> yeah. He's literally
1: he's like, fuck Hollywood and fuck the pandemic. I'm gonna, gonna go to my back to my homeland and I'm gonna take you with me and we're gonna eat food. And I'm like, Stanley, my <laughs> man. Thank you.
0: Stanley gets me. He gets me. I'm sure he's wearing phenomenal turtlenecks the entire time.
1: Oh, I'm sure he's got to. Maybe even yeah. one of those purple wigs from like Hunger Games. <laughs> 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 it looked interesting though because he he looks like i don't think he's like actually grew did he grow up in italy i don't know but it, it looked interesting because he he looks like he knows as little about it as we would where he's like learning about his his homeland <laughs> but that anyway, surprise me i digress where were we
0: We were talking about favorite bit of the holiday.
1: Oh, yeah. Do you have one?
0: I mean, I I do like the mouth of truth a lot. I thought that that was fun.
1: That's a cute scene.
0: And the whole wishing wall was a really cool bit Mm, as
1: well. That's a really good one, yeah.
0: Yes. But if I'm being honest... If I'm going on vacation and there's one thing I would want to do, it's go to a bar, a boat at night and get drunk and dance. Right. Like, it's just, that is where memories are made. Like, to yes. me, that is what a vacation is. Yes. Like, it's the party nights. It's like that. Those are where the memories are made. The ones they could barely remember <laughs> like it's, that. Those are my favorite. Those are the memories that you're making.
1: It's immersing yourself in the local culture and most cultures know how to have a good time through partying.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like, I don't it's, need for, for me. I don't really need to see the sights. That's why I kind of like Vegas because Well, not kind of like, that's why I like Vegas over the idea of going elsewhere. It's like, I can see the Eiffel tower. I can see the statue of Liberty and I can see everything else. And I can also walk down that whole thing with a novelty sized alcoholic drink in my hand. (laughs) So why do I need to go to other countries? like, and I can gamble. Like, this is all, this is all me right here.
1: Well, Gregory Peck shows my idea of vacation. You can gamble in Italy. Apparently. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, yeah, I'm sure.
1: Peck showed us. Nonetheless. Yeah, I agree. um, Like, uh, you got to have that experience. I mean, if if I went to Italy, my idea of a good time would be like, immerse in the lifestyle for a few days. And that means like, relaxing and eating some alfresco meals during the day and going to some boat party in the middle of the Tiber River at night. That yeah. sounds fantastic, and you know, of course, I'll spend a day or two mixing in like the stereotypical attractions and stuff because it's like I'm here, and plus, the architecture side of, side of me is like, dude, shit's thousands of year old, and I get to touch it. Yep. Shit. <laughs> and then I'll you stop touch touching the it butt. the moment the moment I remember that people have literally died in this Colosseum, and. <laughs> Mass bloodshed. Eaten,
0: <laughs> we're eaten by lions in the skull. Yeah. There, is,
1: there has been a lot of pain in this building.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Russell Crowe died in this building. No I'm kidding.
1: Fucking Russell Crowe. You <laughs> killed him, <Yeah. them> guys.
0: <laughs> anyway, so that whole scene there at the boat was fun as hell, too.
2: It was amazing. Like,
0: I mean, the, the, when she starts dancing, well, when she's dancing with Joe Gregory Peck, mm-hmm. and then they do the "Hi, Hello" Oh, just
1: God, like, that was cute.
0: When you when you get the oh. like "Hi, Hello" at the at night after you spent the whole day, it's just like it's it's going swimmingly at that yep. moment. Yep, Your everything's hearts are fucking going right. Toast. And then she, and then they meet the barber. And then Joe doesn't immediately get jealous or anything. He's like, "Yeah, go ahead and dance with her. You know, it's totally chill. We good." Like, I love how polite the barber
1: is too. Like, yeah, like he he, she could have come there as with Gregory Peck as her date for all he knows,
0: and he's just like, "May I? May I have this dance with her? Like, can I steal her away for a dance?" It's just like, yeah. And so when you when you see him initially tell her. 2021 vibes are you creepy? Get away! You don't even right. know me. 1953 Italy vibes. It's like, oh yeah, this guy's nice. You know, I can't <laughs> with it. Like, and then and then he doubles down on it, by like being so cool, not being like, oh, she's got a dude, fuck her. I don't want to talk anymore. Right? No, he's still like, no, no, no. We're still gonna dance. Like, <laughs> and they. And they dance this fun dance and this fun song that, like, arms lay at the way, leaving room for Jesus, and just like <laughs> having a good time. It's just, it's all a good time. because hey, we know have a good secret time. Service, <laughs> until the secret service of this fake country that she's a princess of <laughs> decides to show their fucking mouths, up, like, or show up and, like, kill the vibe.
1: The fucking feds, man. Police always shut down.
0: They almost throw Irving into the river. Those assholes.
1: Assholes.
0: I mean, also, how good of a friend is Irving that he throws the car keys over to him?
1: Seriously. And then runs interference on the feds that are chasing after them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then, on top of that, well, how about the fucking guitar shot?
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Audrey (laughs) Hepburn taking a fucking guitar, too.
0: Anya, a.k.a. Smitty. Smitty, Smitty just—that was Smitty who hit. Like Anya <laughs> is Anya is driving the Vespa, but Smitty is the one who's <laughs> swinging the guitar. <laughs> like that's Smitty.
1: That's full Smitty.
0: <laughs> yeah, full Smitty. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, Ooh, that was the yeah, night Smitty the, was born. And- yeah, and, then that, and also, it's Smitty who d- jumps into the r- river after Joe, when Joe gets punched into it by that secret dude, dude.
1: When that happened, I was like, I threw my hands up and I'm like, they're fucking meant to be. Like, this is yeah. like they just dodged 20 some fucking feds. Yeah. And then he escapes. She busts a guy's head open with a guitar. Yeah. He, he flees, jumps in twice. the river
0: twice. She did yeah, it twice, twice because twice. they didn't get the picture the first time.
1: <laughs> no, because God forbid the guitar didn't break good enough over the guy's head. <laughs> and she's like, man, fuck you. That's when Smitty was born. It was like, <laughs> once is not enough, bitch. Uh, and then Peck flees and jumps in the river. She's got options and she goes he, in after him. He
0: didn't, he didn't jump in the river and flee. He got punched. So, yeah, got p- punched into the river. By a dude, he didn't river. see around the corner. And Got so what, is,
1: what does she do? She like dodges that motherfucker and jumps in the river. She could yeah, have gotten. She really she, away. They just want to take her back to the damn palace. She's not in trouble. She could have gone with them. No, she jumps in the fucking river.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's commitment. Yep. As far as I'm concerned, and after that scene, they had already given their hearts to each other. That's it. And they're toast.
0: And then they seal it with a kiss on the shore. And Why that not? would be my pick for the kiss of the movie. I mean, granted, they share another kiss in the car before she walks back to the palace.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't even really and remember And technically,
0: one, she does get kissed by the guy at the tank top first. <laughs> but... <laughs> hey, Zana. <paisano. laughs> <laughs> but my pick for the kiss is when they're on the shore after yeah. he's, like, warming her up and everything. Agreed. I mean, it's... I give it a B plus. It's solid. It, yeah. It's it's not like memorable. There's other memorable moments of this movie that don't involve a kiss, so like the kiss kind of isn't the most memorable part of the movie. No, so that's what no. keeps it from being an A. But it's well done. It's solid. It pushes exactly what all the buttons it needs to push. So I give it a B plus for sure.
1: Yeah, I think I'd have to agree with that actually. Yeah. It's the way they longingly look at each other as they pull back from the kiss too is, is a great moment. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, all of their looks, all of their looks to each other throughout the movie, there's a great chemistry there. And there's a lot being said without saying a single word.
0: And there has to be that because they're technically only spending a whole day together they only True. get 24 hours together. Yeah. So as an audience to believe in this and to be as affected by the ending, which we're going to talk to you here about very soon to be as affected by the ending, you have to believe in them being more than just like, Oh, this is 24 hours of fun and hormones. Right. Like, There's something deeper here. You have to buy into that. And they do that non-verbally.
1: They do a very good job of it, which honestly, <sighs> I don't know if this is just a a way that industry has gone or if it really is a reflection of modern actors, but I honestly can't think of too many actors, certainly not the majority of which that would be able to pull that off today.
0: Well, it's, I think that's just, I think it's more society than, than anything else. And that's mostly because of our, it's also because of just the, the openness of sexual politics now, Um, just being more open to and willing to have sex
2: um yeah, well like and if even he
0: was made now they're they they bang they they bang <laughs> in that apartment before he takes you back to the palace like a hundred percent hundred percent hundred percent
1: well see this is the these are the takeaways that are i think great for old movies like that like some yeah. old movies y- you miss some of the takeaways because they're not as quality of a movie or they're not as well directed or whatever but like this is a great example of a, a movie to take away some, like exactly that from where it's like yeah there's there's romance in subtlety, those looks those that longing mm-hmm. there's there you have to remember that it's not all of this magical rose colored on screen chemistry that's thrown in your face mm-hmm. love is deeper, love is it's not as Outwardly observable, sometimes. Yeah, and they do that very well. That
0: that also reminded me of a scene that I would take out of the movie to save some time, and that's when the cleaning lady for the apartment complex comes in.
1: Oh yeah, that was a. Weird and then one. she
0: sees her, and then like basically yells at her in Italian. It's obvious that she's like slut shaming her because she knows Joe lives there, probably. Oh. Like it, I don't know. <laughs> like that whole scene was just like, this is unnecessary. Uh, this isn't that that gag didn't work. So
1: I didn't get the yeah. slut shaming part, but that makes sense. I figured to
0: me now. I figured it was slut shaming because she's like yelling at her, and she like I think she called her probably called her a name in Italian. I wasn't a hundred percent sure. I
2: I but wasn't. Also, she saw her
0: naked in the shower the morning after with Joe not there. So, I I mean, if she thought it was, like, a transient, she would have been more willing to, like, kick him out of the apartment. Right. But she left her in there, so she was probably more like, you know... She called her, like, a or some bullshit. I don't
1: know. Yeah. Anyway. That's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know why the fuck she's there, bitch.
0: Exactly. Anyway, well... They end up back in the apartment after the river and then they hear the bulletin after they talk about how wonderful a day is. And they're sharing a glass of Chianti Mm -hmm. with some fava beans. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 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 But then they hear the bulletin about the princess and how the people of her country are becoming very worried about her over this thing
1: yeah like what what kind of loyalty do you have to have to your royal family to like actually get anxiety over one of them going missing like the general populace looking at you great britain looking at you
2: (laughs)
0: well i mean great britain is a bad example it, because like only a portion of the country still believes in the monarchy
1: that's true they have say. they've definitely tapered off but i mean even as yeah. early as or even as late as like when we were in college there was still like a good yeah. portion of the population that was like i mean that's always just like that's like they're kardashians you know everyone fucking pays attention to. Them.
0: yeah man i mean but like, and, and that's a whole thing with like the whole Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Yeah.
2: Thing. Yeah. So, I mean
1: like even now that shit yeah. is still prevalent over there.
0: They're Hell it's prevalent
1: true. here. Fuck. Even we're talking about it. So
0: <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, so yeah, but it's just, it, it's basically the window shattering or the glass shattering moment where she knows she has to go be there for her people she can't get away from her duties i think that might have been another
1: another scene where they just have a look and yeah if i remember correctly
0: because she has never she has not told him that she's the princess he has not told her that he's a reporter who knows her identity right and they basically don't confirm that to each other until the next day at the press junket then that's her basically being a princess in front of him and showing him her true identity and her finding out he's actually a press person. And then they have to have that secret code in the speech.
1: You know, I, I didn't put that together while watching it, that that was really the first moment that they, well, they were on equal footing that they both admitted that they had a secret and they both admitted at the same time.
0: Yeah, and it was done non-verbally.
1: And non-verbally again. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that fucking ending.
0: Yeah. yeah, let's talk about the ending. That fucking it's, ending. It, we're, we're there, because, I mean, well, I guess we could talk about the car. The car has its own emotional moments. Actually, yeah, or, let's talk
1: about that. Yeah, that's I mean, a great it scene. It has
0: another kiss. It has tears. It has a hug. Uh, just a lot of glassy-eyed moments. And that's
1: another scene where they just like they sit there for a moment, and there you can we're just watching them think about it like, just we're mm -hmm. watching both of them and both of their faces change based on what is running through their minds. And you can, it really looks like both of them are contemplating the reality of what the fuck is happening. And it's they
0: like you could, you could see, I mean. Going back to the apartment after the bulletin thing, when he mentions, you know, oh, he needs to get a place with a kitchen and this for her the next time, you know, or yeah. whatever he says. That. Yeah, yeah,
1: that so, oh, that look too. God,
0: so, yeah. There's, so there's already this like fantasy in their mind of what happened if they actually stayed together. What happened if this could actually proceed further? They're Jesus. already thinking about that, and then. In the car.
1: And they entertain it. That fantasy is
0: running through their head. And you can see it in their eyes. And they know that they can't. (sighs) Like, you know, she wants to just tell him, hit the fucking gas pedal and let's drive until this runs out of gas. I don't know. I don't care where. Let's We'll figure this shit out. But they can't. It's not. It's not in the car. It's for them. Jesus.
1: Yeah. The fucking tension that builds from that is just. It's torturous because like if I mean, I feel like all of us have probably been under some sort of instance in life like that, where you're you're faced with something that you really you realize is probably something that is could bring you a decent amount of happiness and you have to choose like the reality of the situation is I've got bigger responsibilities that I can't sacrifice for this. And that is such yeah. a torturous feeling.
0: I mean... You're you're at a bar, you at a bar on a weeknight, maybe for a trivia, and you meet a girl, and you share some <laughs> drinks, and all of a sudden, last call happens, and it's two a.m., and you got to go to work at seven. And you know that in your mind, you uh, you go back to her place, or she comes back to your place on a Friday or Saturday night, and you're just banging out. But you know, you gotta go to work and if you miss another day, you're gonna get written up again and you might lose your job. And so you have to part ways. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's yes. the same exact thing. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally totally. Total, total, total. I mean, Totally. You can't can't convince me otherwise. Uh, Anyway. I
1: I have been in that position and I always made the wrong decision. I never actually chose work. (laughs) It worked out. I made it. I was just hung over and I got like three hours of sleep. (laughs) God, that was horrible. That was a Monday night too. It was the worst.
0: (laughs) It was the worst. (laughs) So, then after he lets her leave, her lets her leave the car. Then, the next morning, his boss appears and has figured out this whole thing. But he in, insists that there's no story.
1: That's another scene and that could then, have been trimmed down a little bit.
0: Yeah, at the same time, like I love the part that he shares with Irving. And, I do too. <laughs> like Irving. Initially, he's like, what the hell's wrong with you? And then he kind of realizes, oh, something real happened between them. And then he shows the photos and then they do the whole, oh, this, the headline for this one would have been this. And I love, like, they're they're going to this fantasy land and, like, just like he was going to the fantasy land with her what could have been, he goes to the what could have been for the story, too, with Irving. And then Irving, one last time, is like, she's a princess. She's open game. And he's like, I have no story, man. And he's like, You can mm. sell them though. Like but he has to do what's right, and he's gonna go to the press junk and he's gonna go see her. And Irving realizes what's up, and he decides to do the right thing as well. And give and he her just, the photos at the ending.
1: That that was that was fucking beautiful. I loved that. And I the love way that he, he... Sh-
0: that it takes his that it takes a picture with the lighter first.
1: Yep to and expose the truth the photos. and then gives her the photos yeah. and paired with gregory peck's statement that what was it like you your your trust won't be unjustified or something
2: mm-hmm.
0: like so like the where she mentions like everything and then he decides to speak up and he's like i know i could speak up on my that your faith is will not be unjustified
1: yeah like Like as she sees the deception of the camera coming out and everything. And it's like, you see it in her Mm -hmm. face, like she's putting it together. And then like you pair it with that statement. It's like, don't worry, we got you. We're not going to expose anything. And then she comes down the line, gets the photos and the way he presents them, the way what he says. Yeah. Here's some photos to, to help you remember your day in Rome or your time in Rome. Yeah, it's like fuck, man. That I I don't know what it is. It's something about that is so fucking like romantic and also, also like heartbreaking.
0: <laughs> but the way she also from this like day, like who she becomes as a human being too, is so cool because yeah, she's not giving the political correct answers. Like they tell her when, like, where was your favorite city? They try, they try to feed her the light of you know each city mm-hmm. and then she stops. And she's like, not Rome. It was Rome, dog. She's, she's learning here.
1: how to be herself.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And just and like... to have
1: documentation of that too, of that process, of to be able to trace mm-hmm. it back and look at that. I remember when I spent this day out in Rome, and it changed me. It made me into the person I am today. And to have She'll pictures never of you, Joe Bradley. And she'll never forget cracking a guy over the skull
0: with a fucking guitar. You're goddamn right. God. I mean, hey, Smitty never forgets. If Smitty <laughs> sees that guy in the street, Smitty going to fuck him up again.
2: <laughs>
0: Smitty, Smitty gone psycho. <laughs> Smitty always remembers a face, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> and... and all the nonverbal communication, like the joy and fear and all the mixed feelings she has when she first sees Joe. And then she insists on meeting the press people, even though they weren't going to meet mm-hmm. so that she could, you know, touch him and see him one last time.
2: Did she and know he she was going to be there?
0: No, because okay. she did not know he was a reporter.
1: Yeah. That's what I thought. And yeah. He, well, cause uh, when I see them in the front row in the, like when the scene first opens up, that was the first thing that popped into my mind. I'm like, wow, that's some commitment. They got there extra early to make sure they were in front of the line. Cause it's not like they're getting preferential treatment here.
0: Well, no, they, they were in the back when he's, when he says the joke that I laughed at way too hard. Cause it's like, Oh, you're
1: right. They walk in behind all the reporters. They
0: were, yeah. They were in the back right when they're about to start. And he says, It's not much, but it's home. <laughs> Which, that joke fucking killed me. While and looking up was... at a fucking 50 yeah. foot
1: tall ceiling.
0: Yeah. With like these paintings and statues that are hundreds of years old. And he's just Gold like, There's leaf not decor.
1: Much,
2: God. Oh, fucking
0: hell. I love that joke. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, then, shit. but then they fucking find, they sneak their way up to the front because. They have to, for the movie's sake. So, uh
2: yeah. Some of the
1: feds recognize them. Well, fuck, let them through. Let them through. We're yeah. not fucking with them well, anymore.
0: American news service, so you know, you know, they got special treatment. You know, yeah. American news,
1: service,
0: yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. American. And then, yeah, she says, you know, so happy, Mister Bradley, and gets to say one last line, then, and, and then. When she gets back up onto the stage. No, no,
1: no, no, no. Before she gets back up on the stage. Then they just fucking stare at each other. Yeah. Longingly. And then she moves down the line and you see him like just fucking looking at her as she continues down the line of reporters. Yeah. And then like, she gets to the end of the line and stops and you're like, is she going to turn back to him? Is she going to turn back to him? Nope.
0: (laughs) She like slowly. moving, But she's. But she's sad and you can, say, you can see it affecting her. And then when she turns around on the stage, she's got a tear in her eye. She's got a small tear. Just a little one, but a tear in her eye. And she sneaks one more look over to him and he's glassy-eyed. Mm-hmm. And you can see him give a slight head nod. Just like a, huh? Like a maybe?
2: Mm-hmm. You know, like,
0: like somehow we figure out a way and You know, fifteen minutes out back. Yeah, and and she, and then she like looks at him and gives us the slightest of shakes of the head, just like no, like the I saw, I see the slightest of head shakes in that
2: moment,
0: just the slightest. And then she goes, she doesn't say any last well, thank you, goodbye. She just leaves. Then there's like talking amongst everyone else, but there's no, there are no more lines. No. The last line of the movie is technically the dude who, who from Spain at the very end of the line, who gives his name and the Spanish, whatever the fuck.
1: Jesus, is it?
0: That's the last line. Cause she doesn't say anything to him. She doesn't There's say a, encantada like she says the first one. There isn't so anyone the last that, like, Isn't there anyone that, like, dismisses everyone at the end? No, they just applaud. That's it? And then she stands there. And then they do the little, like, looks at each other. And then she turns around and leaves. Fuck. And then is. everyone else turns around and leaves.
1: Oh, my God. So no one says, like a all good- right, thanks for
0: coming. You're dismissed. Like...
1: There's a good 60, 90 seconds without any dialogue at the end of the movie.
0: Like, yeah, at least. Including him staring a hole into the fucking doorway that she escapes through, hoping she might come back. Irving leaves him alone and he's standing there alone looking at that doorway, but knows she's not coming back. But he's going to stay there just in case.
1: He doesn't even change expression. He doesn't even need to. He just stares. And the whole time, you're just looking at this guy going, oh, my God, this is horrible. This is so horrible.
0: He's 99.9% sure of the fate of their relationship. That 0.1% keeps him standing there that extra little bit. And that 0.1% is running through his head as he's walking away. Mm. And they have that shot that elongated shot that they end the movie on of looking back at the stage as he's walking out. And then that 0.1% rears its head one last time when he turns around one last time to see no one there. Yeah. And then he leaves and that's where the movie ends.
1: You're right. Even the camera angle implies that,
0: Oh, keep your eye on the background. You never know. Yeah. Maybe she's going to appear. Maybe she's going <sighs> to, you know, Run to him one last time. Give him one last tug and kiss or something.
1: And the whole, his whole, like, stride all the way down that long hall. And all you hear is the tapping of his boot heels on that Mm -hmm. polished floor echoing through this massive room. And it's that much Mm -hmm. more obvious that he's alone and, like, yeah. It's just, it's a great fucking scene. Cause it's, it's so much emotion without any like yes. conventional shit.
0: Yes. And that is why I say that ending is a motherfucker.
1: Holy shit. I was, I was many different emotions at the end of that movie.
0: Yeah. I like, I've seen, I, I rewatched the ending after I chose the movie last week, but I've, only seen the movie all the way through once this is technically the third time i've seen the ending second time i've seen the movie the first time i watched the ending i was hoping she would come out
1: (laughs) yeah i was too i
0: thought she you know
1: i was convinced she wasn't going to i was like no this is this is a 50s movie she's not coming back but the way they set it up as he's walking away i'm like well no she won't she won't and then he stops and turns and i'm like oh oh wait a minute And then it ends, and it's like, you fucking cunts.
2: Jesus.
1: (laughs) I I resisted for how many minutes straight, and then you still got me.
0: Well, and that's what I mean by I was hoping. Because I didn't think it was going to happen, but I was hoping it would, and it didn't. And then I rewashed it knowing what was going to happen, and I was just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's as I remember it, <laughs> like that's, as far as a kicker of the how ending. it feels. And then after watching the whole movie again and getting that seed, knowing what was going to happen, it became very emotional. I like I welled up. I didn't tear up, but I welled up. At like the part where he mentions, you know, it's unjustified or the unjustified part. And just because there we didn't talk about the seed where they both have scenes where they like stand up and do what's right after they've separated from each other because mm-hmm. he doesn't put in the story and she stands up for herself to the royalty and just oh, like, yeah. That's and a then good lets scene them too. know. I know what that is because of my duty to my state and my people that I'm even fucking here right now and I'm not out and I didn't, Yeah, I would have never come back, but I know what I represent. I know that I have a greater responsibility here. So I'm not love- going to dig down by some American dude.
1: It's goddamn right.
0: <laughs> so um, I,
1: I loved like- that. She was so like, she was as adamant and forceful about her conviction as possible while still like, you know, when you get so pissed, but you're trying to retain the professionalism. And so you start enunciating yes. everything very slowly. Like she conveys that that, perfectly.
0: She had that three paragraph work email. email. (laughs) (laughs) And the only time she
1: she slips, not slips, that's the wrong word choice. The only time she breaks that character is for the perfect moment where she says, I wouldn't have, if it wasn't for my, you know, my duties, I wouldn't have come back. And then she goes, if ever, like the way she squeaks that out with just. But All of this
0: focused anger. If visual, ever, just like motherfuckers, I don't like you. You are on my shit list.
1: And how did? What was it? The the most creatively, uh, classy way to tell someone to fuck off? When she oh, she told um, the the Duchess to get out of her room. She said,
0: "No." She said to all of them. Uh, you are free to withdraw, oh, yeah. or you may proceed to withdraw. <laughs> yeah, I think it's what she said to him. You may proceed so, yeah. to withdraw, as in get the fuck out my room. <laughs> <laughs> and then the countess tries to bring in milk and cookies or milk and crackers. <laughs> yeah. Nope. And then she just tries to stay in. Nah, <laughs> you, you may proceed to withdraw. Get out.
1: It's a wrap Uh, for today. That's like the phrase, like, your services are no longer required. Like, that's the kind of phrase. (laughs) Yes. I'm saying this nicely and sugarcoating it, but you're, like, you're dead to me now. Please leave.
0: Yeah, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. So, that's Roman Holiday, man. That's
1: fucking Roman Holiday. It made me say the the C word on air. So, that's 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 my (laughs) verdict of it.
0: Yeah. I I marry it. I'm I'm gonna watch this again and again and again. It's a classic for a reason. It's so good. I, marry
1: I I'd marry it too. It's I mean, there's not for a lot the, of bad things the, I can say about it.
0: For the fucking the images of Rome alone. Yeah, that
1: should be married in, in black and white too, and beautiful. it's still beautiful. Yeah, it's so beautiful. I mean, how many times did we we say back and forth to each other that we wanted to do something there? Like all throughout the movie, (laughs) we kept saying like, God, I want to go there. I kept making sexual noises every time they'd show like some sort of old architecture. Architecture. (laughs) Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, you can find our socials uh, on Instagram. We are at bromancing the stone podcast, all one word together, bromancing the stone podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Bro the Stone Pod. And that's B-R-O-T-H-E-S-T-O-N-E-P-O-D. I did live tweet this one this week, so
1: yeah. yeah.
0: hey. There you go. A special treat for y'all. You're welcome. And then you can find me on Twitter at Supermarket Suite, without the E in super, and that's S-U-P-R-Market Sweep. And you can find my Instagram at relusa88. And that's R E L U S A 8 8. And then Max.
1: On Instagram, you can find me at the lionhearted with a period T H uh, E period L Y O N A G A R T E D. And on Twitter, you can find me at the lionhearted with an underscore T H E underscore L Y O N A G A G E. You fucking get it. I'm so tired of repeating
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> every week i in
1: my head mentally while you're saying yours i'm like is there any fucking way i can shorten this and i never come up with an answer you fucking get
0: it this next week it's your choice for the movie we are going to record on the saturday before saint paddy's oh shit yeah so it's gotta be so this is gonna be a celebratory one for us and then uh It'll come out two days before Saint actual St. Patty's Day. The fifteenth. So
1: what day is the is Saint Paddy's this year? Tuesday?
0: Wednesday? It's on the Wednesday. It's on a Wednesday. Conditions are <sighs> perfect.
2: I, can't,
1: I can't fucking believe we're not gonna have Saint Patty's Day. It's like anything.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Have you have
1: you heard if Chicago is doing like anything for it? I keep getting like sporadic I mean, emails.
0: Bars aren't open.
1: They aren't no, at no, all. The
0: insides aren't. The insides aren't no.
1: Because they opened up dining,
0: they but
1: did? not. Yeah, they opened up partial dining. I think bars might be no. at partial capacity. Uh, uh,
0: then maybe I don't know. I don't, I'm. I don't need to fucking try anything. I'm gonna be at home. So.
1: Yeah. I, no. I, I'm not saying we should. I'm just.
0: <laughs> I'm
2: just <laughs>
1: Um, so I can I only
2: imagine
0: to... what Texas is going to look like.
1: Jesus, I didn't even think about that. Oh mm-hmm. my god! All right,
0: also, nobody in, go to in Texas in Indiana. They're also raising the uh, raising um, the capacities. The bars are going to be uh, open to 75 percent. Uh, Around St. Patty's,
1: This is Texas? And that also, no, in Indiana. Oh, Oh, fuck.
0: And that happens to coincide with also the NCAA tournament, which is being held completely in Indianapolis.
1: Oh, of
0: course. Yeah, but they said it has no conjunction with the NCAA tournament as to why they are increasing the capacities at this time. You anyway,
1: that's bullshit. You know, it is, guys. Stop,
0: yeah. Like, why, why lie about this? Yeah, like, what, what does that provide to anyone right now?
1: Why even come out and say that? Like, why volunteer that? You know, in case you were thinking that, guys, we're not doing it because of that.
0: <laughs> I know what it looks like, but it's not what it looks like, guys. Okay, all right, well. But anyway. I've been
1: sitting here searching for for movies that could be, I don't know, more of a St. Patty's theme. There really isn't anything.
0: Nah, there really isn't.
1: Damn it! And we've already gone through all the the drinking drinking games. So,
0: <laughs> I mean, we could always rewatch Leap Year and make the drinking game. <laughs>
1: You know what? uh You can do that.
0: Um, <laughs> a movie that I think you killed. Yeah, but I married. Yeah,
1: that was. I mean, that would be a good movie to to do just for a drinking game, but it's not worth redoing as St. Patty's.
0: Yeah, uh, we can. We we got plenty of movies that we could watch before.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I think what we're going to do then is I think I'm just going to keep the trend rolling and uh, we're going to do Breakfast at Tiffany's.
0: Okay. All right. So Breakfast at Tiffany's is the movie. Let's do it.
1: I have not seen this one either, so it'll be interesting if we uh, drink too much, but uh that's what i was trying to avoid but i was like yeah i just want to kind of keep the theme going now that we've got a we just did i'm in the mood for another
0: audrey Hepburn movie so so (laughs) breakfast activities i remember uh trying to watch it once i got 15 minutes in and i stopped
1: oh really
0: yeah then why Uh, is it such a fucking famous film it is a very famous film that unfortunately has a very problematic situation <sighs> okay um <laughs> I I don't know if I want to ruin the surprise for you. Well, don't no, don't.
1: I mean, if we're gonna if 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 we're gonna be drinking during this, this anyway, and if it gets bad, then I'll just keep drinking, and it'll be that much. But the
0: thing is, they're not gonna necessarily hear your reaction.
1: Is it like? Is it Let's shock value
0: reaction, reaction or right something? now. Okay. Let's record a reaction right now. I want you to Google something. All right. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. Mickey Rooney.
1: Oh my God. You see that, right? Holy shit. That's where this guy is from. Oh, I regret this. Holy shit. Mr. Yunioshi. That is the most racist fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. This is 1961. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's not even that old. Yeah. What? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The still images of his facial expressions, too, in the bath. Oh, my God. I've seen this before, and I I never knew what it was referring to.
0: And...
1: Well, that'll be an interesting thing to talk about.
0: <laughs> you haven't even heard him speak either. So oh, Jesus I heard for that. And it looks month.
1: like it's right in the beginning of the fucking movie.
0: Yeah, that's why. I, I, like right when I heard him talk, I'm like, I don't care how famous this romance is. I'm not willing to sit through this. Like, I just I was like, I'm not willing to sit through it. Uh, he he literally ruined it for me. I knew it was happening, oh my, God. and it was worse than I expected it to be. And so I stopped, oh my God. And I was just because I wasn't bought in enough to like I didn't know enough about it to be like, Oh, well, I still need to see Audrey Hepburn and this other dude, like you know, whatever the hell, even though I didn't really get it. It was just like a so bull. Cool. <laughs> We'll get through it together. Jesus. If we got through, like I look at it this way, if we got through Runaway Bride <sighs> together, we can get through any movie together. That's and so true, we'll, that's and true. we'll find out that's true with Breakfast at
1: Jesus. Well, I'm sorry for fucking <laughs> choosing this one, this fucking stereotype. <laughs> rec- oh my god.
2: <laughs> Here
1: I am thinking I'm I'm like being cute and innocent by picking another. Oh, let's do another Audrey Hepburn rom com and. This is another one I haven't yeah. seen that I know is famous, so let's watch it.
0: Oh, yeah. Until then. Never mind. I'm just ten, reading more about it. Listeners, we love y'all. We thank you. We will catch y'all later.
1: Love you guys.